So, uh, good morning to all of you. So this morning I'd like to share some reflections uh, around the theme of impermanence, change, and nature. Have you noticed any recently? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, one of the great wisdom themes. Um, And so as we go through this month, I'm weaving in some of the themes from the Eightfold Path and uh, aspect of right view and sometimes described in the early texts as uh, a wisdom factor of mind that illuminates what arises so that we can see it more clearly, more truly. And through that, understand and see how suffering arises and how it ceases. I'll just say that again. So... right view can be seen as the wisdom factor of mind which illuminates what arises so that we can understand what's really happening and through that understand how suffering rises and how it ceases. And perhaps we've all had moments and times where, you know, insight into impermanence have arisen for us quite naturally, quite kind of spontaneously in the course of our practice, in our life. No. This natural result of the deepening of our practice. So uh, we we could say we don't need to go looking for it. it. It just becomes apparent when the time is ripe or right. Um, but I also just want to share some possibilities for more intentional inclining of the mind. And so without having to change your practice a lot or at all in a way, just see if any of these reflections or teachings or suggestions, you know, you might want to weave into your practice, into your day, um, but for, or not, right? So just again to highlight this sense of 
could say, like I was saying last week, what mindfulness is for. You could you could say it's to see impermanence. Could be one response. Because that seeing, that direct perception, undermines the dynamics and processes through which suffering is created. Right, so it's all in the service of non-clinging, all in the service of the ending of suffering and stress. And um, so, yeah, just um, the sense of, again, if you have the interest or the, some maybe seems to be coming up in your practice anyway, you could take an area of your experience, like a, you know, or a time of the day, a sitting or a walking or a working period or... Um, Maybe in an, an area of or experience like um, you know, body sensations, you know, vedana, some form of vedana, oh, liking, disliking, liking a lot, disliking a lot, don't really mind, you know, that all shifting, moving experience through all our all our day all our experiences and so we can choose a particular aspect i think it can also be very very interesting and helpful to to perceive directly the impermanence the anicca in our mind states mood tones can be can be very subtle kind of track that through the day and perhaps noticing just noticing the impermanence it's like another way of looking another way of orienting it's like seeing you know rather than the content or you know all the different things we could notice about any experience mental or physical, what, what we're highlighting or allowing or inviting to become more apparent, again, we can be receptive, we can't sort of, so I think stillness, stillness is really helpful, just allowing that to emerge because it is happening all the time, so we don't have to go making it or finding it, <laughs> it's like, just you know <laughs> be be available be be receptive to to that and and i and if you try this i, I find it very interesting that often because that's a universal characteristic it's like everybody all the time all conditioned phenomena it kind of can shift the way you're relating to what's happening because it's just this that nature I think Roxanne was mentioning the wind and now it's still and it was cooler and now it's hotter and then on a very subtle level I think that that perception of impermanence of a nature change you know we can use a little note maybe to pop in every now and then like 
to me there's an almost a, a very subtle but significant shift in to check this out for yourself of oh um, that's how things are you know that's that kind of universality or and pervasive quality and maybe in and of itself it makes things less personal so you know just again to the degree that you have interest or it feels helpful um, and of course there are the ways of reflecting on impermanence but on what I'm pointing to here is more this sort of direct um, perception and it might even like now as I'm speaking I'm sort of noticing the a nature of the sound sort of coming going words forming and you know finishing and so we can notice with any you know with the movement of the breath or the stepping of the feet as with any practice you know maybe there is no immediate kind of aha or significant shift it's just another part of this of patience and experimenting mm. or just being open open to being like surprised by truth open to to being available for it to to speak to appear And one thing I've noticed is when the mind is more settled and calm and some clarity and that sort of more settled sense with some enjoyment, what I find is that if I look, I realize that part of that is an alignment with anicca is an alignment with that aspect of life, aspect of experience. So I think as a something is being known, but you know, it's kind of in the background. So it's like a kind of secret insight, a hidden insight. That you can notice. And just again something for you to check out when things feel more easeful. There's some sense of actually there's a bit more of a 
kind of uh, sense of being open to the sort of flowing, fluxing, changingness. Mm. And I think it can be even quite, you know, not a big way, but in a little way, kind of unburdening. Like putting the burden on the donkey. A donkey that we're friends with, you know, can carry some weight. And Nietzsche can carry, can carry a lot. Maybe it can carry everything. I'll close these reflections by sharing a teaching from Tsonga Jamyong Kyense, which I'll put on the board for you. If one knows that everything is impermanent, one does not grasp. And if one does not grasp, one will not think in terms of having or lacking. And therefore, one lives fully.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.